0: The 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 casino last night. Um, I was having a pretty good night.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot.
0: I made um, yeah, I was up a good like forty bucks, and then on playing some roulette. And then we're like, "Let's go find a blackjack table." Couldn't find one that had spots, and so we came back, and our friends were at the roulette table, so we jumped down with them.
2: Nice. Oh, I fucking love that.
0: As soon as I sat down, I put you know. Ten dollars on black, and then ten dollars on the black two, and oh. just not it didn't hit. Nope. The next, the next one was the black two.
1: Oh god, that's the worst feeling in the world.
0: I was like, dude, thirty-five to one. Oh, oh man, that would have been drinks for the rest of the night. That would have been would have totally just changed the whole environment. So.
1: That's exciting. Did you uh did you bet all whatever you said, hundred or hundred fifty on black when you walked in, like you said you were going to?
0: No, I didn't. I should have because I hit my first bet on black. Yeah, no, I was too scared.
1: Uh, understandable. Um, roulette's definitely my game of choice when we go
2: to it's Vegas.
0: Like, it's the best because you can like win your money back pretty quickly too. Like uh, yeah.
2: well, when we go to Vegas, it's twenty five dollar minimums, and that that's is- the problem. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs>
0: Well, that's the thing. That's why I don't love blackjack as well because of the minimums. And that's just like you're you could lose three hands and all of a sudden you're down seventy five dollars.
2: Yeah, I the last time I went to the casino was like uh, six weeks ago, maybe, and I won like four hundred and seventy bucks on blackjack. Oh yeah, like I only had lost blackjack before. It's such that's amazing. A
0: that's awesome. This that's dude amazing. walked in, sat down, put four hundred dollars on the table right? First hand. Well, he puts it down on the table, walks away to go ash his cigarette, comes back. They put him in. First hand, he puts his money in and he puts it on the, the match or whatever as well. First hand, he gets the match. They pay him 250 bucks. Wow. First hand. And I was like, dude, I can't win shit on Blackjack and you won on your first card. You didn't even have to... Yeah, I was so mad.
1: Apparently, the way that casinos uh reward you in these games now and blackjack is the be- for the player the best way to play is on those side games like just playing if you only play blackjack against the dealer you're more likely mm. to lose money
0: that makes sense yeah they were like they're Spanish 21 which they were saying yeah. like there's so many side bets that it's honestly a better game to play and I was like I don't know about all that
1: it's really confusing though um I mean it's not that confusing but you just need to learn it
2: okay yeah. just confirming Sorry. Uh, who went home? Do I need to send this one? Do you? Are you recorded? Are you going to record locally? I'm only a little concerned. I've I've recorded multiple times here. On here. Have you? Yeah. I've sent a
0: couple episodes out.
2: Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. You're good. Okay. I just thought you were just the uh, just the sound guy. My bad.
1: Just the sound guy and we're back ladies and gentlemen boys and girls i am andrew harvey coming at you with another episode of the voting in the majority podcast i am joined as always by my good friends and co-hosts and esteemed colleagues bryce Mulder and michael gutierrez bryce how you doing this morning
0: um i'm doing well man woke up from a from a good night watching some uh sunday morning football and having a good time
1: awesome and drum roll please back from his trip abroad mm-hmm. mr oh. international mr worldwide michael gutierrez in the building how's it going my man mr
2: worldwide no, no, no,
1: no, no. uh
2: shoot i am back uh it was great it was great it, it, the the one thing i've noticed is not to be all negative vacation's sweet the week coming back for work wow. when you're mm-hmm. off vacation it makes it me never it. want to take a vacation ever again. It's so bad. Like it is just horrible. So uh, got my shit tossed around pretty good at work this week, but uh, still riding off the high. Beautiful, beautiful Austria, beautiful Vienna,
0: mm.
2: beautiful Budapest. It was uh, it was beautiful. You guys, uh, you guys should make it happen sometime.
0: Well, give me your
2: favorite experience. Oh, so they have these like they have like these kebab stands like all over the city and they're mm. like euro sandwiches and wraps and like and it's, it's you're allowed to drink in the streets of vienna so like you just get yourself like a big spicy they called doner sandwiches get like a one big one of those and then a half a bottle of wine both of those for nine dollars nine euros so like 10 bucks
0: mm.
2: and you just meander um that's beautiful you know, in and out of the museums and you're you know you're drinking your wine and you're uh, mm-hmm. tending to be understanding you know you are appreciating what's going on around you it's it's really good, good time so that was my favorite personal
0: wow i mean that just is a, a way better way of life yeah
2: and i was very good about like when i was tired i was just done for the day i was like i was not afraid to go to bed at 10 o'clock and just kind of shut it down and just take advantage of the vacation rather than pushing myself to the limit um that's yeah. awesome uh, I think yes.
1: we, I think we talked about it a little before you left. Can you just like give like a minute, 45 seconds about the night at the museum thing you did?
2: Yeah. So Vienna is very famous for all of their museums. So they have like natural history museums. They have, um, war museums, they have criminology museums, obviously like huge art museums. Uh, one of them that we went to is like a 3d pick art museum where like you kind of like optical illusion museums. Um, so all of these collectively are a part of the Long Night of the Museums happens once a year and you buy a ticket for 15 euros and normally each each uh, museum is like 20 euros for for entry or something like that and so 15 euros gets you into every single one from yeah. um, 6 p.m. to like 2 a.m. free transit you can just go in and, and check them all out in out they got food they got wine you're with like thousands and thousands of people Kind of um, in the main museum's corridor is primarily where they are, but also just kind of venture off anywhere in the city. Really, really cool. And it's like being in a museum at 1.30 a.m. is like actually very, very cool. Like you just kind of ground yourself in that. So did that solo and had a blast. That's
0: amazing. I love that. That's really neat. Yeah.
2: Well, well snuck nice. an edible in at like 11.45. And I can tell you what really turned things up. <laughs>
1: Changed your perspective a bit right on here. the art you were saying.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, Michael, the the listeners missed you. I there's a lot of listeners who boycotted listening to these last two episodes without you. So or this last episode without you. So we're happy to have you back.
2: Ironically, that's the only episode I've listened to. <laughs> I actually like it better. Yeah. Um, I love that. I'm happy to yeah. be back. Though. Be good.
1: Excellent. Let's hop into some Survivor stuff. Uh, last week, Sabaya goes home. A little bit of a blindside. We're coming back, and then we get a tribe swap. And there's a whole lot going on in this episode. How are you guys? We're four episodes in. Just a quick mental check in. Thumbs up, thumbs down on the season, real quick. How are we feeling?
2: I'm a big thumbs up. Yeah, I'll go thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say it was a, it was a it was a good sign for me that the tribe swap always like it did feel like it was obviously time for a tribe swap, but I think uh, it does a good job of picking up the pace of the season. Mm -hmm. And um, just watching Lulu get beat down week after week and just like seeing their problems exposed and exposed and just seeing these relationships um, was a brutal start, especially when you have one person quit if not two people quit with, uh, what was the second guy's name again? Oh, Brandon. No, Brandon, no, Brandon,
1: Brandon. Oh my
2: God. Right. Brandon even kind of quit. God, yeah. Really. We've only had one vote out. Yeah. And it was a great, great, great vote out. But like now even with Sean, um, I'm just not that excited about it. I think that uh, people are saying the right things. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but they're saying the right things. It's now we need to do the right things. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, it's really thumbs to the side, but.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm optimistic. I love the tribe swap. Personally, I was just like halfway through. I was like, wow, I'm really falling in love with this cast. But then with the vote out, I mean, not ideal. So um, it's up and down. I feel like that's some survivor seasons have a tough start and then they get really good. So hopefully we get a little bit of some good vote outs coming up.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of I'm I'm with both you guys. I see so much potential for the season, but there's just been so many negative things that have brought my energy down about it. So, yeah. I think it can finish strong because it feels like, I mean, I guess we don't really see Sean coming, but it feels like all the negative energy is out. Hopefully, mm-hmm. and so now it's just people that want to be there and be competitive the rest of the way. So, well, we're already starting to talk about it. Let's just hop into the one big thing of the week, and that that's going to be a lot about Sean. Um, I just. I I don't have any issue with Sean personally. I'm just really bothered with it, it's a casting issue, I guess. Maybe is what I'm I'm upset mm-hmm. about. Maybe they're just like they're going overboard with the super fan thing, and they're getting people that want to be there because they're so excited about Survivor, but don't understand the real commitment of like you're you're signing up for the whole thing. You're not signing up to get what you want out of it and then leave when you're, you know, you're, you're satisfied and and your personal journey is complete. Like you, you made a commitment to the show. And so Hannah, I, I like, I'm not, I'm less mad about Hannah, honestly, than Sean because it felt like she was really struggling and like, couldn't possibly do it. And then Mm -hmm. Sean, it just really felt like there was no issues, no issues, no issues. And then something switched and he's like, wait, I've really struggled a lot and now I can't do this anymore. Now I have to go. And it just kind of happened all at once. And I didn't, I didn't understand it as much. I have read a little bit about it after the fact and I kind of get his perspective, but it just feels like he just didn't like his position in the game and wanted to go out on his own terms. I don't think he thought he was going to get voted out and he was like, Ooh, I'm going to quit before they can vote me out. That'll show him." I don't think it was that. I think it was just like, this has been harder than I expected. I think the husband thing is kind of real. But we all know that he has to go to Ponderosa for two or three weeks and stay there. So it's not like he's going to go see his husband immediately. So that's not why he quit. There's something else there. I can't quite put my finger on it, but it left a really bad uh, taste in my mouth. And I, I wasn't happy at the end of the episode. I did love the tribe swap. Like you said, Bryce, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I think it's casting. I think that's who I'm upset with. They got to do a better job at vetting these people because it's three times, like we said, Hannah, Brandon, and, and Sean, where it's just not working out.
2: But- I think that you were, you are right. You almost said it a few times. And I think it's exactly how you're feeling. It's just like one moment of adversity and they can't get through it. It's a single bad night. And we hear great survivor players talk about it over and over again. It's like the game changes really, really quickly. And also like you just have to get through each day. Like you might have a horrible, horrible day. Like you're not even going to remember that day in two days. And I think that like all of these survivor players maybe have great stories or diverse stories or compelling stories but I don't think a lot of them have had like they're just like these fans that don't have like adversity like they're not yeah there's there's no dog in 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 these uh in these boys anymore um it's really annoying
0: yeah that's fair it's like also I think they need to get more people who not saying no, every okay. Not that these people don't need a million dollars, but I feel like they need to get some people out there who really need a million dollars. Like there's some really good fight point. for. You know what I mean? So I think we're we're getting that a little bit where it's like these people are they're okay with lasting seven days and they fulfilled their life goal of doing something challenging. But it's like, man, that doesn't do anything for us as a viewer. Also. Who's getting fired? Someone has to get fired. If if there was one casting director that put together that Lulu tribe, they have Oof. to get fired because that is that's awful. That's I completely three agree. three people who arguably quit, and I mean Emily's good, but like you know, arguably she should have been the first vote out. That's a bad tribe. That is altogether just a a poor, poor tribe.
1: Brutal.
2: What a yeah. gift! What a gift for us that Hannah did quit. In, in hindsight, if they had yeah. voted out Emily, oh, my oh
1: God. Oh, my. That would have been so sad. Oh, my God. And then the
2: part is those people, they would be all so weak that, like, I think that they would be the first vote. And, again, it doesn't really help because we just saw Sean go first. Um, But I think they, they would be the first vote outs on their new tribes as well because they're so bad. Like, if they did make it to merge, like, they mm-hmm. would be the one as well.
0: Yeah.
1: But – Yeah, it's disappointing. And again, I'm not I don't think we're attacking Sean, I think we're attacking the process of how he got selected. There was something he said on the EW article where he said he came out onto the show with the purpose of reclaiming lost time. I don't if I'm the casting director, I don't want someone coming on my show who's out there for a selfish, personal reason. Like if that's what Sean wants, great. He can want whatever he wants. But I would choose someone that wants to be there to win Survivor. That's why I want someone to be there. I want them to be competitive. I don't understand picking people that are just there for only a personal journey. And then, like you said, he got satisfied and then he was ready to go. He's like, yeah, I'm good. Nine days. That was enough.
2: Mm. So we used to be, we used to be bachelor, bachelor, bachelorette fans <laughs> in this pod room. Um, those, those, are, those were some fun, fun times. I mean, I think that Colton season was one of the most electric you know, six week journeys that we've ever been on. That said, I think we should start to to recycle the term they're not here for the right reasons.
1: Ooh.
2: We need to start bringing that into into Survivor. And I in fact I want Jeff calling people out at tribal. He's like, hey, this is what you wrote down, you know, when you apply. I don't think you're here for the right reasons. Just start exposing these dudes.
0: <laughs>
2: but I would yeah.
0: love to see Jeff do that.
2: <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little upset about the Sean thing. I'm less upset considering I think that there was still some level of decision-making in the tribal council. It wasn't like they yielded to him completely. I think we'll debate that a little later as well, based on what we thought. Yeah, that,
1: was, that was weird. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, then let's keep it moving. We don't need to spend too much time there. Just we need to, we need people to be better about this. All right. Uh, confessionals, anything you want to say to the camera without the rest of the tribe around, get off your chest. This is your time to shine. Who who wants the floor?
2: Up. I know, Harv, I know you have something you want to say first. Do you want Mine, me to...
1: No, mine's really small. You you started off. Okay.
2: So, um, a trend that we've noticed in modern Survivor specifically, and it might have been also uh, in, in old school Survivor or older school Survivor, is there's kind of one idol per beach. Um, it kind of seems like it's that's the understanding. Someone finds an idol, they play the idol. Oh, the idol is going to go back into play. Let's go look for the idol. It's kind of a common understanding, especially mm-hmm. with these super fans. One idol per beach. Um, so Reba, which was formerly D J Maya, Sifu, Julie, Austin, Drew. and Drew. Austin, Drew, and that was it, right? Yep. Yeah. Austin found it. He shared it with everyone except for J Maya and Sifu. Um, so we know that Austin has that idol. This Reba tribe comes back. To the beach, they're same beach. So the D, Jay Maya, Julie and Sifu are all still back on this beach, and the 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 dilemma is: do we vote out Sifu or we vote out Sean, the new member? And Jay Maya is like, well, if Sifu has an idol, then he's gonna be able to take one of us three out or one of us three out. Mm -hmm. And Austin already has the idol, and Jay Maya and Julie and D just completely go along with this, and I just think it's such a lazy play like granted sean has it has this whole episode where he wants to go home but like it should have been a very easy seafood vote if they weren't afraid of an idol that could not possibly belong to him like just really like that's a small detail that really pissed me off about this episode um especially because i perceive julie specifically julian d is being fairly locked in um mm-hmm. do
1: you Dee, think they or, thought there that there was a second idol is that what they're thinking or were they just not thinking at all
2: I would imagine they weren't thinking at all because I otherwise they'd be like well maybe there are two i didn't hear that brought up I don't exactly know. yeah well, i agree
0: well adding to that point because originally they had said something um drew had lied and said we saw sifu looking for it or sifu has a clue but then he told them that they were lying and that he actually has the clue so they know the only only basis they were going off of is that sifu was looking for an idol or he did that spy shack that first night or whatever Yep. but they have no grounds to even believe it should be Sifu because they know the one thing that they had on Sifu isn't true.
1: Yeah. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's good. a good one, Michael. Good call yeah. out. We're holding people accountable in this pot. That's all we're doing.
0: Yeah. Julie Julie seems like a very old school player, though. She's like, really yeah. strong. We're
2: yeah. like... and Emily both have that old school mindset.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's going to be some interesting post-merge dynamics i i think this season could be fun if the right people make the merge um mm-hmm. okay
2: also but, real quick yeah yeah i wouldn't be surprised if julie lets it slip she's getting very comfortable out there
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's not playing in the grass the way that she i think that she had intended to i think she might let like she might let herself go a little bit get a little too competitive maybe let it let, let it slip that she's an attorney i'm just saying keep an eye out for that because she seems yeah. comfortable
1: yeah i'm with you um, okay, mine's a lukewarm take. It's nothing too spicy. I really like when challenges don't end in a puzzle and it ends in like a game, like the shooting Ooh. thing. I think it's fun. Just switch it up a little bit.
2: Yeah. You think they anticipated that that would be as close as it was? Like, because it was a pretty tight challenge. I like that take, though. Um, I
1: don't know. I Dude, they are really, really good at this challenge thing. Obviously, they've been doing it for a long time, but challenges are usually pretty darn close at the end. Um, something Tyson brings up on his pod is he's really impressed with how they make all these big things that people have to carry just the perfect weight where it's like really really difficult for four people to carry it but they can they're able to
2: carry it like Mm. how they
1: walk that line is really impressive so I really like how they think about challenges they do a good job
2: I would be very curious to see like if you had a world where like people could come out and like buy tickets to watch survivor or something. Like, oh, oh baby. God. Yeah. That's like, what I'm doing for my honeymoon.
1: I'm going to Fiji for a week <laughs> and I'm watching survivor.
2: Yeah. Like how sick would that be? But also it would be really cool to see like how like well-nourished, athletic, well-rested people would like maybe these challenges or what would be a breeze. Hmm. It doesn't look like that'd be the case. It looks incredibly difficult, but I just wonder what the trade-off is there. Yeah. That. That's a good question.
1: Um, I know that they have like, here's another thing I heard on, I can't remember Tyson or Jeff's pod, but, um, we're bringing them in a lot today. Shout out to them. They, you know, we obviously know they have the the dream team that runs the challenges first to make sure everything works. But if they have someone on the tribe, like, um, there's not a great example this season, but I guess maybe Julie, who's like significantly weaker They won't have someone from the dream team do it. They'll get someone from like the accounting department or something like go get some like old overweight, whatever, to like match the person that they have and like make it as difficult as it actually will be.
0: Well, that's kind of (laughs) cool. I also wanted to say, well, speaking of that, someone weaker because Sean was clearly the weakest here. Mm -hmm. I think that the way they had it set up in terms of who was carrying what position was really poor. I think you should have the weakest person should have been in the middle in the front there. And so the four on the outside can kind of carry the extra weight that they can't carry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like the only
2: thing I saw was like the the front was digging into the sand as they were trying to take it out. Yep. You need your I stronger thought, like, people. It'll help lift that, but I, I think that's yeah. a-
1: but you also don't want someone super short at the back when you're in the water because then they'll start drowning. I don't think that mm. would be an issue for too long though.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think they should have put like sifu. Seafood- uh- and another strong player up at the front, like D, and then put Sean in the middle and then put the two weaker in the back because yeah. then you can pick it up over the sand. It's dragging a little bit, but I think that is kind of the ideal way. To Sifu,
1: Sifu was carrying that team in that challenge. That was He brought in all tough. of his energy. And then, dude, oh, my God, they had D step in to take a shot really quick there. And she just like on the closest hoop airballed it, didn't even get it halfway, <laughs> halfway there. And she was like, OK, I'll I'll hop back in and yeah. made a couple. Um, OK, real quick before we start getting to our kind of awards for the week, uh, I do want to talk about the tribe swap because that was kind of a big thing. And I, I really want to talk about it just in the moment when it happened. Your kind of your first opinions of the new tribe. So let's run through them all. The new Red Tribe, which I guess we kind of saw how this one went, it was uh, Sean on his own with four old Red Tribe members in J. Maya, Sifu, Julie, D. What were your guys' initial reactions when you saw this, tribe
2: I was really happy to see uh, Julie, D, and J. Maya stay together. Um, that was my initial instinct on this one. I'm a big fan of Julie and D uh, and J. Maya for that matter. Wait, are those all on my fantasy team actually
1: i think yeah. so i'll go look uh michael brando julie drew yeah, D, yeah caleb you don't have jay maya oh no yeah you do we missed that one yeah you do there it is. um
2: i like seeing them together with an easy out with seafood because i think that get, that offers them an extra layer of protection so that was i was really um yeah and i knew that sean was going to be in trouble if he was not if he was in a situation like this it felt like Mm -hmm. he was he's gonna be in danger in a swap
0: yeah my initial reaction i thought it was crazy that all the lulu three got separated onto a different tribe um just a general reaction and then with this tribe i'm excited now that sean's gone let's see the red tribe start tearing each other apart like they're gonna have to like lines are gonna be drawn now d voted for sifu like i think Hopefully, we can see that that foursome go to tribal once. That would be fun.
1: Yeah, that D-Sifu uh, thing is going to be fun next episode. I didn't realize how much J-Maya didn't like Sifu. I thought they were closer for some reason. So I was a little worried that it was going to be J-Maya and Sifu against Julian D. I kind of thought it, the Red Tribe was going to split, and then they were going to fight over Sean. Mm-hmm. But clearly, uh, that didn't even happen. They were all going after Sifu. Um, okay new yellow tribe this is caleb and he is with four blue members uh being bruce and jake and then couture and kelly so kind of saw kind of saw caleb connecting with all four of them to a degree mm-hmm. i don't know if we really have a good sense but what was your guys's first thoughts when you saw this obviously the bruce and couture of it all is the thing that jumps off the screen
0: yeah um i'm a big fan of this one obviously it's Similar to what we just talked about with the last tribe, that there's four of the blue on here, but completely different in the sense that Katura and Bruce don't like each other. Katura wants Bruce out. Bruce kind of wants Katura out. So a little bit more of that, the line's are already drawn. So this is a fun one because Caleb's vote seems so much more valuable to this tribe. So I'm a big fan. I'm really excited to see what happens with the Katura and um, whoever, katura and Bruce.
2: What well, I like... I think that was the flashy one. I actually really like to see Jake and Bruce still together. I think both of them would probably be a little bit more handicapped and, like, mm. confident, maybe a little out of place without each other. I think it's the same when we get to Drew and Austin on the next drive. But uh, Jake and Bruce being together, I'm, I was excited for that. I know Jake probably would have, you know, been absolutely lost without Bruce. So
0: We might have had another quit if Jake had to be on the <laughs> <own. laughs>
1: Um, I was worried for Keturah right away because I think I think Kelly is more likely to side with Jake and Bruce than with Keturah. So I felt like Keturah was on the bottom when I first uh, first saw this tribe, but it really I, could it could go anyway.
0: It could, but now with Keturah and Caleb seemingly having somewhat of a connection, it's interesting.
1: Yes, I don't think Bruce realized how much Keturah didn't like him until she stopped yeah. him from saying that story and made Caleb say it first that might've been a big mistake on her part. I totally understand what she was doing, but the way she did it um, to kind of, and it kind of awakened Bruce. I think that might be a problem.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say like, if Bruce figures that out, like he did figure it out and he's, I mean, it's a, it's an obvious move. If, if even Bruce can figure it out is what I was trying to say. Like (laughs) it it doesn't take a big brain, obviously to figure out what she was doing there. So, yeah.
2: Um, Yeah. Also, I think that Bruce's story was so, so simple because yes. he did show up and he left. We saw it happen. His story is so simple that it's going to be very hard to contradict that. And she is just trying, I think she's just fueling her own conspiracies. And she's in a very dangerous spot of being very blinded by the hate that she has for him.
0: Mm-hmm. We even saw them come back from Tribal or from the immunity challenge and Bruce emptied his pockets and was like, I don't have an idol. So... She's, in a, oh, she's he, in a.
1: He was pretending he lost the flint.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I thought yeah. Was yeah. he was like, level. Oh my God, oh.
1: the flint. There must have been a hole in my pocket. And they all believed it for a second. I, I think you and I were talking because we watched the episode in. together. You and I kind of missed that the first time we watched.
0: Yeah, I just saw Katara roll her eyes. So I was like, Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense.
1: And okay, okay. That was the new Yellow Tribe. Last one here, the new Blue Tribe. This one's interesting too. It is uh, Emily. From Lulu, and then two Red and two original Blue Tribe members being Brando and Kendra from Blue, Austin and Drew from Red. What was your guys' first reaction? Because we saw a little bit of how this tribe might shake out in this episode, but before we get to that, what was your first reaction to this tribe?
2: Brando got fucked
1: yeah because he was with kelly kind of they were kind of together and he didn't really have like kelly kind of had their dudes thing that she felt good about but brando didn't really have a second option i don't think as much
2: yep so i think that was my first reaction and second reaction was maybe kendra and emily murder each other on the beach (laughs) but (laughs) i don't know i just didn't emily's patience her growth the growth mindset she's got right now is very impressive but um I, I do think their personalities are not even close to the same.
0: They're not, but yeah, good for Emily. Um, yeah. I, I think this tribe's interesting. I'm glad that um, what's their names, Austin and Drew were able to stick together because I think that is a power duo right now with how much just sheer idols and advantages that they have. So I think that's going to be interesting to see how they play that Pull in Emily at maybe and go forward.
1: Yeah, I initially thought um, Austin and Drew were kind of going to turn in on themselves and not reach out. That was kind of my first reaction. And then it was going to be Emily, maybe with the other two. But we saw then later in the episode that Austin and Drew did reach out, and pull Emily in, we think. Um, so that might be a, a majority in that in that blue tribe.
0: Big brain Emily. She might switch on them, though. I wouldn't be surprised if Emily... Well, if they,
1: I just had this thought: if they tell her that they have advantages, which they seem to be very liberal with sharing with people, she will a hundred percent switch. She seems like the type to be like, "Ooh, you guys are a threat. I'm going to go over here and let's vote one of you out." Kind Mm -hmm. of thing. I bet that will happen for sure.
0: Oh, I would be team Emily if she was able to vote one of them out.
1: Austin. You're switching. Okay, let's call attention to that real quick. You're you're on board with Team Emily. You just laid down that you're you're a full participant on on the bandwagon now?
0: No, I'm a participant if she votes out one of Drew Drew um wow. Drew Austin. But I'm still not not a full participant cuz I still I still hold the fact that if she wasn't put on the worst tribe of all time with three quitters, she should not be here. So <laughs> that's I still hold that caveat with Emily.
2: Fair. Uh, understandable. She's done a great job of rewriting the script. Again, people thought she was going to be horrible. She's done a good job of you know being a little bit more normal. um It's so funny though. She she said had this moment where she said, "I'm showing them the real Emily, the the empathetic, the kind, the caring Emily." Mm. And I feel like we had a separate confessional earlier in the season where she's like, "I'm not like a typical like like I'm very like stern and like
0: yeah."
2: So I don't know. Well. Little flippy floppy here, but um a little
0: flippity floppy. We we could also see um throwing this out at you guys, Emily and Drew, little Franny and
1: <laughs>
0: little What's nerd that? romance. Yeah. Can we see Franny something that uh um,
2: Franny and Matt? I'm a, I'm officially out on that take.
1: I think <laughs> I think Emily's probably like ten to fifteen years older than Drew too.
2: Yeah, but what yeah.
1: Isn't Emily like early, early to mid thirties? And Drew's like early twenties.
2: I would bet Emily's like late twenties. Oh, okay. I have no idea. I've I seen... have no
1: idea either. I wonder.
2: Let's get a uh, let's get it on it real uh, quick. Twenty four. I'm looking at it. The twenty four and twenty nine wouldn't surprise me.
1: She feels like she's just very established in a career. Like I just, I had like thirty four in my head all, for some reason.
2: All financial analysts. Or yeah,
1: that's true.
2: Got to drink the Kool Aid and act like they're. Right, who am I looking for?
0: Dang it, Survivor right. Wiki. Chill out. So <laughs> let me see. I got Drew at 22 years old. Uh-huh. Emily is 28.
1: All right. Nice. Cool. Six years apart. It could work. Not the worst. Yeah.
2: But I mean, beige flags, maybe. Beige no. flags. Emily doesn't
1: seem like the type to go for a younger guy either. No. She seems like she needs someone who's got their shit together a little bit. Drew's kind of. Got his head in the clouds a, a little ways. I wonder be, what Emily's type is.
2: Drew doesn't seem like the type to go for anyone, really. Also, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. If the two people <laughs> who came out here to win this game, like get in a relationship, that would just uh this season would go downhill really quickly.
2: Um. I. I want. I would love a Kelly Brando love story. That would be the, the one that. Ooh, I
1: would, that would be really cute.
2: Subscribe to um. But anyway, I think my uh, my new like the the tribe that I'm rooting for per se um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably that bellow. I, I want to see Brando stick along as long stick around as long as possible, and I think that um, he's in danger. So I, I would like that tribe to do well.
1: Yeah, I'm cool with that. I would like to see some. I want to see Yellow uh, go to tribal. I want to see what happens there and see. I like all of Yellow to a degree, but I I just want to see some. Some action over there.
2: Yeah, a lot of people that have not been to Tribal Council: Katuro, Bruce, Kelly, Jake, yeah. Brando, Kendra, Austin, Drew.
1: Mhm, mhm. Oh, uh, eight, eight people still haven't been to Tribal. That's I crazy. wonder
2: how far away we are from a winner gets immunity. The last two to finish go to Tribal Council. I I wonder mm. how I wonder how close we are to a two Tribal Council um episode.
1: I. That is a really good prediction. That could yeah. happen next episode. I wouldn't be so that, that surprised.
2: I'll, I'll Throw some point on that. These $5 and let me check my account. $5 and 27 cents.
1: All right. Shout out FanDuel, <laughs> great sponsor of the pod. Yep. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> um all right, any other tribe swap thoughts or are you guys ready to move on to some awards for the episode?
2: Uh one quick tribe, tribe swap. Yep. Um comment. Survivor Survivor kind of fucked us here. They were, they brought us, they brought us to the beach after the intros and they say, and drop your buffs. This is a tribe swap. And then boom to commercial. It's like, all right, good cliffhanger, (laughs) whatever, like kind of lame, but I'll deal with it. Come back. All that we get during the next session before another commercial is them determining the tribes. They don't do anything else. They don't go back to anyone's tribe. It's just a quick, like four minutes of five minutes of them diving into everything um mm-hmm. and then uh sorry this is going to come off as rambling everyone's jaw dropping when they find out that sabaya went home no one fucking cares no one, <laughs> no one knows any of the dynamics like put your put your jaw back together and let's let's compete like i hate that
1: yeah <laughs> i watched this episode with uh my girlfriend who hasn't seen, I think she's only seen the first episode and she when Sobaya got voted out and then they all draw a drop. She's like, Why are they so surprised? I was like, I I I don't, I don't know. I don't
2: know. You plug, you plug me. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. I mean, but that's
0: why they give us an hour and a half now, so that we can spend five minutes on just the tribes <laughs> yeah,
1: And get squeeze in another commercial slot. They're <laughs> they're making money out here, baby. Ugh. All right, let's give out some awards. We're going to start with Outwit, as always. Uh, I got one for this. I got Drew and Austin. I think we briefly mentioned it earlier. They did a really good job, and I called them out negatively last week, so I kind of want to give them some kudos this week when they do a good job. They recognized that Emily was going to kind of be the swing vote between them and uh, who was on their tribe, Kendra and Brando. And so they were like, hey, we got to go talk to her first before they do. Talked to her at the water well, seemed to really hit it off and vibe pretty pretty well, and it seems like they might have a little majority on their their new tribe. So that was really smart of them, just thinking a step ahead. It was was well done. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that one. Um, I don't think there was a lot of really big brain plays this week. So just trying yeah. to get something done. We're setting the stage, so that's a I like that one a lot.
2: Yeah, and we seem to have be pretty pleased with the tribe breakdown, but. With the new tribe breakdown, and this is the one where like it kind of warranted a little bit of action, and I'm happy that we got it, even though they didn't go to tribal. Like it was good for them to kind of force the issue there.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. Outplay. Who has one for that? I've got outplay. Yeah.
2: I've got outplay. Um, Lulu obviously wins their first immunity. Um on the back of Caleb. Like Caleb's a dog, and uh I think that he did a really um, – yeah, I think that he knew that if he was in a, in a tribe where, like, they were somewhat competitive, he would be able to take them um, take them to the end. So, uh, his quote was, I don't need to – and I did find issue with this. I don't need to be on the Warriors. Just put me on the Raptors and I'll be Kawhi and I can, you know, make it happen. Just a, d- a decent
0: here. organization.
2: Um. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, an interesting take. Uh, a fair one. I think that twenty nineteen Kawhi is maybe a top. I think I think he's a top fifteen player of all time. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, interesting. I uh, didn't like the Warriors' job, but obviously he <laughs> he knows and a staff job. I
1: f- I feel like it was more of a compliment to the Warriors because they're so good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know, but it was that's really bold. To so yeah. say you're I'm one of the best 15 players of all time is pretty bold.
2: Yeah, pretty bold. Um, especially when like the competition we're dealing with is not high. But he did yeah. he did knock his buckets down. Um and he, he won it first tribe, and he won it first time that he's gonna be safe at, at immunity. So I'm sure he feels really, really good. Um, mm-hmm.
1: how many shots do you guys need to make those three hoops? Are you making it in less than five shots?
2: I want to know the the weight of the ball is interesting. That last one looked like it was tough. Like he got it after his third try, maybe. So yeah, it was probably
1: like 15, maybe even 20 feet in the air. It looked like that was a big one. Yeah.
2: I think I, that that said, I think that, that that we're all doing pretty well with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty confident. Uh, um, I thought he did a good job. I mean, he had such a big lead. He, I, we, I don't know if we saw every shot he took, but he, he hit those
1: pretty quickly. So good for him. Bryce pointed out when we were watching the episode that he'd be a really good one at this challenge because he could just stand and his head would be out of the cage and it'd just be like a normal shooting motion. So big.
0: <laughs> you can just flick it up there. Um, I have an outplay. Kind yeah, of, let's hear it. Um, outplay Katura. I think I called her for an outplay last week too. But I want to give Katura another shout out. Uh, Making the connection with Caleb and not just settling and being like, listen, this is the narrative you're missing with Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that as an outplay because she's playing the game she's uh she went and <laughs> she went and did what she needed to do um because it clearly is that Bruce or Caleb seems to gravitate towards Bruce and Jake so go out there and and make a play.
2: I love yeah. it. I think she made him feel a little like uncomfortable when it she could. was but but it was still what she needed to do
0: yeah, and I think he was also like I think he appreciates that he got a little bit of the dirty details like he he wasn't enjoying everyone being so kumbaya so i I think he appreciated it in a sense as well
1: um i actually also had kutura for an outplay not not for playing the game of survivor but for playing the game of hating on bruce she is just constantly throwing something out there it's so funny the scene where they cut like Katura saying something and then Bruce doing something and then Katura saying something and then Bruce doing something. And it seemed like she was talking for like 20 or 30 minutes about how much she hated Bruce <laughs> it was hilarious television. That was so, so good. good. So good. All right. Outlast. Anyone got anything here?
2: Something just came to mind. Emily saying Emily, like just being a complete and complete gratitude for her, for her team winning immunity saying that like she didn't do as much as them to earn it just a really good little little tidbit and they were like very supportive of her drew's like no what like that was a cool little moment i think she's she's in a good spot
0: yeah i had had emily as well like sometimes to outlast you you got to get a little lucky in the game of survivor and she got lucky with this tribe swap where she got put on a really good tribe where there's there's a
1: way for her to get out of it yeah there's there's a clear line and she can pick a side Um, I had I wanted to give a nod we kind of talked about earlier Caleb for having a connection with all four of his new tribe mates I think if they go to tribal he can pretty much talk to everyone and pick the path that makes the most sense to him he's not really going to be forced into a corner unless they all gang up on him which doesn't seem likely it seems like they're going to be pretty splintered so I think he put himself in a lot in a really good position with lots of options I love that one yeah cool. all right who won the episode Bryce who you got
0: Uh, Who won the episode? I'm going with J. Maya. Um, Mm. This is a little bit of a a rogue take, but I I think J. Maya inadvertently put herself in such a better position after this week. Um, Sifu's still a vote, but now Sifu knows that D voted for him. So she, by just doing her thing and stirring the pot a little bit, has really put herself in a really good position. So I think J. Maya won this episode. That's really good talk.
2: I really like that. I am. Um, wow, good analysis. This is what you guys come for. Um, I'm. I'm having a hard time not giving it to Caleb again. I think we've given him like four winners of those. Yeah, episodes. he's he's
1: on a good run here.
2: Um, again, just I think for me, uh, I would like to play similar to how Caleb is playing. I think like that's how I romanticize playing. Yeah. However, the fear is that like, and it's kind of what I, what reba noticed when he went forward to steal something from their camp like i think it comes off as like people know they're getting played a little bit
1: Mm -hmm. but But they like it
2: he's almost so good at it He is good at it where it's like
1: he's a sales coach dude not a salesman a sales coach like he knows what he's doing (laughs) and
2: and so i think that uh i'm very very impressed with how he's able to stay comfortable remain comfortable and um yeah i think he he, i'll I'll give him i'll give him this episode along with a little half half to austin and drew just for for what we talked about i think that all three of them um got better when they could have got worse so nice
1: yeah uh this is completely out of pocket but and i don't this is not a direct comparison but hang up hang with me caleb similar to parv in the sense that you know you're getting worked. You know exactly what Parv is doing to you, but you want it to happen. You're like, yeah, come on. Walk all over me. I'll take it. Let's see <laughs> what, Let's see where this goes. I'd let Parv walk all over me. Yeah. Um, okay, mine, and I want to make this clear. My who won the episode of the week uh, is not through anything that this player did themselves. It is purely coincidental and circumstantial, but I'm going to give the award to Sifu because he should have been voted out and he's still here because Sean left the game. So he's a winner in that sense. Love that.
0: Let's 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 hope for a little bit more Sifu action. Let's let's start thinking about the game a little more
1: Sifu. Like, dude, when they were talking, uh, Sean does his and, whole little monologue, and then Julie and D and Jay Maya are just glaring at each other, and D still mouths Sifu across Sifu's face to Julie, not behind his back, across his face to Julie. Sifu's oblivious; he had no idea that that happened. No clue. It, it's and, insane.
2: Yeah. it's tough. I, I, well, we had a big discussion offline about about that whole tribal council. Um, I don't even know if it's worth rehashing. Like, well, uh, we don't even have to
1: rehash it. I can I can just give a quick summary. I from rewatching the episode and listening to Jeff's podcast in particular. Jeff and said,
2: from hearing our conversation about it,
1: and from hearing our conversation about it. But Jeff in particular yeah. said that um the vote the way that they edited it was intended to make the people think that uh sifu was the vote so that there would still be some drama when sean left like that was what they were trying to do and what i saw on my rewatch was right before they go to tribal let me go get the quote because i wrote it down julie said something of um right here julie says uh at tribal they're going to be talking reba strong oh here it is uh she says to after all the talking before tribal she says the last thing she says to d and uh j maya is i'm doing whatever you guys are i want to make sure the three girls are strong so she kind of gave her vote up to them at that point and that so they decided it was sifu and then the next scene we see is them going to sean and explaining hey we're gonna vote sifu out but we're gonna talk reba strong and you have to be ready for it um so sifu was the vote going into tribal they really laid on that reba strong thing thick. They were really saying like, well, mm-hmm. Sean tried, but nothing he can do. Like that was a lot. they I don't I don't think they needed to do that because Sifu was so oblivious. They could have just kind of kept everything head down. And then I think they kind of did too much. And then Sean started thinking a little too <laughs> much. they kind of did this to themselves almost. It's kind of wild. I
2: think it's because they mishandled the the fact they thought he could have had an idol so aggressive. Oh, too much it all, like, so
1: all comes back to that. That's, yeah.
2: Oh. Sorry. Uh,
0: I also want to add that when Sean talks to Sifu on the <laughs> beach, he says, you know, those three girls seem pretty tight. And Sifu goes, yeah, it's something to be worried about, but it's really <laughs> strong. And I was like, dude, like, you're not playing at all. <laughs> like Clearly
2: there's three and you." So Should have never been on the beach, another casting error. <laughs> no, uh,
1: I'm okay. I'm okay with one or two Sifus. We need one or two Sifus this season
2: <laughs> to kind like, of... Like, lot here like he's like he's like supposed to be like the eighth or ninth best player because that's how many other dubs we have
1: yeah that's the problem if sifu was the like 15th or 16th best player i would be
2: more happy with it
1: completely agree oh all right well you guys ready for a fantasy update no no to skip that this week nothing to i
2: don't want to hear it (laughs) bryce gets to do didn't you do this last year bryce though for our i'm getting ahead of yeah. myself i was the box. first one out last
0: yeah, week. <laughs> yeah.
1: well let, let's let's start with survivor survivor then bryce had uh bryce had sean last week we actually all three of us had someone at tribal council both michael and i chose julie michael chose julie offline because he wasn't present at the pod last week but he chose it without knowing what bryce or i picked so it was coincidental that we both picked julie um and bryce had sean so that is that is a bummer bryce is out again
0: yeah that's a real bummer um You know, you got to just take it, though. Put that one on the chin, regroup the regroup the troops, and and we're going to move forward from here.
2: So pick pick some losers now. Yeah, you get (laughs) to pick
1: uh, every week. You pick who you think is going to go home, which in theory is harder than picking someone who's safe. Um, So Mm -hmm. if you get it right, you get a bonus point. And then if Michael or I get get it wrong in the next couple episodes, you still could have a chance to tie us or something.
0: Sounds good. Um, Do you want to hear who I have?
1: Yep. Yeah, survivor, I, survivor picks. Let's do it. I have Katura. Do you think Katura is going home? Yeah. Okay. It's, I'm hoping Katura is home.
2: <laughs> have, I picked, have I picked Jake yet?
1: Michael has not picked Jake.
2: I'll pick Jake.
0: Great. Um, Am I also, I can't repick players, right? Same Correct. Player? Correct. Yeah. yeah.
1: Correct. Um, okay, so I gotta go look at these new tribes real quick. You've got Jake. Uh, Bryce has Katura. Yeah, God, this red tribe. I kind of want to stay on the red tribe because it feels like they're they won't keep losing, but they really could keep losing. They're not very good. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna take.
0: You know I'm you gonna, want to take D.
1: I'm gonna take. I'm going to take J. Maya.
2: Mm. Okay. Well, he did for the winner of the week, Bryce did, right? I did.
0: So she's going to be safe. No.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, she's going
2: to be safe. The week before, though, for, like, staying out of everyone's – his name staying out of everyone's mouth or something like that? No, you got he got the outlast. Of the week.
0: He got the outlast, yeah. And then I immediately – I said, when does it turn to Sean's – keeping his name out of people's mouth to Sean, it needs to do something. And then he goes home. So, <laughs> Oh man, that was a tough one. I'm, I think this could be fun because Michael and I have opposing people again who,
1: yes, yeah, so that, that tribe goes to count a uh, tribal council. It'll be, it'll be yellow, right? Yeah. Yellow.
0: That could be interesting. I think that, tr- that vote out's going to be interesting
1: nonetheless. Oh, so. Jake maybe. and hmm. Um, Let's take a look for, at for fantasy. Uh, Michael's still got all six of his left, and Bryce and I are both down to four of ours left. So he continues to be in in great shape. He picked the entire red tribe, so yeah, <laughs> it was yep. a, a good bet. Yeah, and you yeah. and I split split up those yellow guys nice and evenly between us. That have all gone home so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really tough. Oh, is that still four straight Lulu going home? Wow, I just put uh-huh. together. Yeah.
1: That's and insane. from our fantasy draft it's the second overall pick and then 5 6 and 7 have all gone home so scouting departments are going to yeah. need a, an overhaul in the offseason i think
0: voting in the majority nose ball we we, we know how to pick them out here
1: <laughs> yeah clearly okay. well any uh any thoughts you guys want to leave with before next week's episode hopefully hopefully we get back on track and we don't have another downer I, it feels like feels like there's enough good players that this is going to be a good hopefully rest of the season now that we've gotten rid of the chaff, but, uh,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll have to fight through these next couple of episodes, I think, but I'm also major pessimist right now. So,
0: yeah, yep. I, I'm, I really am hoping Jake does not go home. A medical evac.
1: Oh, that's right. Did you see that, Michael?
2: Oh, I didn't see that. What the fuck are we talking about?
1: that's tough good call bryce to mention that um and then next time on survivor you don't remember how he kind of had a little incident at the first tribe uh where he was like close to the fire and he like fainted it was kind of the same thing
2: voted out though right so if he doesn't get voted out there's no power that. uh,
1: that's a good question i guess the rules that might not actually be in the rules. So. It, yeah on it real quick um,
2: 80 percent of the vote in season in order to change the rules so it's impossible unless all three of us vote yeah yeah um yeah, well i'll take it on the chain i should have watched through the we can hours.
1: we can call it we can call it a zero but you're not eliminated so you can still no. pick next week but i don't
2: need any consolations i'm right. going to come back and i'm going to pick a loser faster than bryce picks more, or <laughs> go right into it that's no. all that
1: matters that's the real competition all right well, good stuff. That was a. That was, I'm glad we got to get that all off our chest. I think I felt cathartic for me, at least. I hope I can enjoy the rest of the season. Yeah, it's gonna be a good. I, one.
2: We're through it. We're through it. We're on to the second quarter, and we're gonna go. Yeah, right. we got
0: we get, got rid of all the babies, so we're good. Mm. <laughs> all right, boys. All right, love to the children. Peace.